microphone. Capital, we good? Perfect. All right, Mutiny Radio. Welcome to Watch and Learn. I'm going to start recording. Mutiny Radio, how we feeling? How we feeling? Woo! You guys can do better than that. Come on. Hell yeah. Give it up for yourselves. Coming out on a Saturday for Open My Comedy. I'm your guest host, Vishal Cal, subbing in for the ever-lovely Capital Pilcrow. Uh, thank you guys for making it out here. Uh, why don't we get to know each other a little bit, you know? I see some new faces. Uh, when I say my name, you say your name, Vishal. Vishal. Fuck yeah, that worked. <laughs> that had exactly the effect that I wanted it to, guys. Um, so I am an Indian comic, but don't be alarmed. Uh, my parents, super proud of me, because this is one of the three options they gave me. They were like, Vishal, you can be a doctor, a lawyer, or a disappointment. <laughs> my full name is actually Vishal Kalyanasundaram, guys. And if you want to know how to spell that long fucking name, uh, I do too. <laughs> no one will tell me. Um, Everyone wants to know what their name means, right? So I asked my mom, and she was like, Vishal, does a name have to mean something? Huh? Does John mean something? Does Mackenzie mean something? And I was like, I guess a name doesn't have to mean anything, Mom, but I just Googled my name, and it says that Vishal means big, broad, huge, immense. And she was like, okay, you were a fat baby. <laughs> Didn't think you would find out, but here we are now. That's a good joke, guys, and I know you're only not laughing because you've heard it a million times. <laughs> uh, this is going swimmingly, guys. Thank you for making it out here. I'm going to do some new jokes if you don't mind. By the way, we're all going to do uh, seven minutes since we only have uh, a couple people over here. Thank you for that. We're going to do seven minutes, so if you want to uh, do that, do a little bit less, do five, whatever. But just letting you know, we're doing it out of the goodness of Capital's heart and this mic. Hell yeah. Guys, so on my way over here, I live in the Mission, so on my way over here, I stepped in some gentrification, and <laughs> the worst part is like the whitewashed restaurants that pop up. I'm thinking of one in particular called Tacolicious. Fuck Tacolicious. First of all, stupid name, all right? If you have to call yourself delicious, probably not delicious, right? I can't call myself Vishalicious. <laughs> also, they're always playing... <laughs> That's a new one. Uh, they're always playing Vampire Weekend when I walk past them. All right, that is not taco music, okay? When I eat Mexican food, I want a mariachi band in my face, and I don't want them to leave until I tip, which I never will. Tacolicious, man. This place vaguely Hispanic, but made for white people. It's the Marco Rubio of tacos. I don't want those Republican tacos, dude. I want free the nip tacos. Uh, so I just had two friends uh, go to India to find themselves, you know how they do? And uh, yes, you are correctly picturing white people. <laughs> Who are you guys trying to impress, by the way? You have my permission to not want to go. It's fine, okay? They were posting on Instagram, like, uh, living my best life, hashtag India is beautiful. What India are you going to, okay? That is hashtag not my India. <laughs> okay, are you, uh, are you driving on roads? Are you uh, taking hot showers? Are you pooping in a toilet? Oh, excuse me, I'm sorry, I didn't know I was talking to the Raj. 
<laughs> That's a new one too. I like that. I like that voice. Um, yeah, that is hashtag not my India, guys. Thanks for putting up with this. I'm gonna do some new stuff as well, real quick. Um, so I've been dating, which has been going all right. I think at a certain point you start to lower your standards a bit, uh, which for women is a bit before 35, and for men it's a bit before birth. <laughs> I'm gonna sit in that one. Um, dudes don't deserve women, right? We don't deserve uh, women at all. Whenever I see a dude swipe left on a dating app, I'm like, uh-uh. Don't get cocky on me, Billy. You've never once washed your sheets. You don't get to left swipe on anybody. Dude suck, man, I recognize that now. Whenever I see a woman, I'm like, praise be to the most high, Beyonce Knowles Carter, queen of the beehive, mother of blue ivy, drinker of lemonade, slayer of Coachella's, forgiver of Jay-Z's transgressions. <laughs> Uh, guys, I'm bad at shit talking. I'm bad at shit talking. I was at a party once and uh, some dude was like, hey, Vishal, <laughs> you're a bitch. Just kidding. And I was like, hey, Brad, you post way too many pictures of cars that you don't own on Instagram. What's up with that? You're the reason why people hate our generation. I wish you were dead. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was walking with my friend Jeremy down the street, guys, and some dude across the street yelled, fuck off, Jew. And I was like, hey, I'm right here. Respect the racism hierarchy. It goes black, brown, then white Jew. A little bit above that, uh, like Lenny Kravitz and Sammy Davis Jr. <laughs> That's a black Jew joke for all you <laughs> listening at home. I don't get that. I was like, I'm your chocolate milkshake and I want you to slur me right up. <laughs> I like that one. At this point, Jeremy's pissed off. He's like, what the fuck, man? I'm not even Jewish. And me and this other guy were like, shut up, Jew. <laughs> These are new jokes, guys. They're going amazingly. Tell me I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Um, I saw a dude on a bike get hit by a car. And he looks, it looks so painful. He was like bleeding and all these people surrounded him and were like recording. And all I could think was, wow, I hope that never happens to me. Cause it would just be so painful to have everyone see me cry. My God, I'm such an ugly crier. I'd go viral within the hour. Crying bitch boy gets an owie on his little bikey. <laughs> they, I'd be all like, did anyone get the license plate? And they'd be like, is that man Wearing mascara? Let's record this. I'll leave you guys on a fun one. Uh, I'll leave you guys on a fun one. I make fun of white people, but hot take, I love them, especially because they all do this very sweet thing where they teach me things about Indian stuff. <laughs> <laughs> My friend Kayla was talking to me this weekend, and she was like, Vishal, you have got to try this new thing. They only have at Pete's called turmeric. <laughs> I was like, all right, Kayla, if that even is your God-given Christian name, thanks for the tip. By the way, have you heard of NPR snow sports and the spice called mayonnaise? <laughs> All right, guys, I've been your host, Vishal Cal. Are we ready to have some fun at Watch and Learn? Make some noise. Make some noise. This is going to be great. Just a reminder, 
Uh, seven minute sets. I'm gonna get off the stage because that's what we do here at Mutiny Radio. There's hashtag no rules. Uh, all right, guys, uh, you're in for a treat. Up first, we have uh, an amazing comic, uh, one of the one of the best and brightest, and up and comer. I want you to make it real loud for the incomparable Sabrina Miller. Don't forget irreverent and incorrigible. Sorry, I've been studying up for the civil service exam. Those are important words to know because you you know you use those every day at the post office, right? When you're interacting with customers, like like words like salubrious and abrogate. That's important. That's you got to ace that vocabulary test. All right, Michelle, how how do you uh, how do you pronounce the entirety of your last name again? Could you? Kalyanasundaram. Kalyanasundaram. It's pretty good. I have trouble with Indian last names. I don't know why, because I can pronounce supercalifragilisticexpialidocious like 10 times in a row, super fast. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, you know. If, if a cop pulls me over because he suspects I've been drinking, though, now he doesn't even need to give me the breathalyzer, doesn't need to look into my eyes or have me walk the line. Just like have me say like supercalifragilisticexpialidocious 10 times in a row, and if I don't fucking do it, just, you got me. You got me. <laughs> it's more than 0 .08, that's all I'm saying. Um, well, we live in Czech Central in San Francisco, so I wanna talk about artificial intelligence, you know? Someone asked me if I'm afraid of artificial intelligence, like rising up and taking over. Asked me if I'm afraid of the Matrix scenario, the Terminator scenario, or if I'm worried about the short circuit scenario. Johnny Fife. That's not racist, that's just the racist robot that I'm imitating. <laughs> uh, I'm not afraid of artificial intelligence because I think as long as we program them to be good God-fearing Christian folk, you know, as long as we program the essential robots to be good God-fearing Christian folk, we'll be fine, right? Right? Just find a Christian programmer, program in the robot 10 commandments still working on the commandments like I think the first one should be thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's software that's like a no-brainer it's just off the top of my head uh, number two thou shalt not steal data that's all I've got I third one I don't know it starts out like thou shalt not either by action or omission of action allow to be fucked thy neighbor's wife by anyway I'm working on that one that's just what sex robots that's ridiculous that's just a ridiculous that's a ridiculous premise you know Job interviews here. Um, so I came across this study. Uh, I saw it online. It was about like how much, how much control we really have over our lives. Of course, genetics we don't have control. And, like fifty percent is fifty percent is genetics. We don't have control over that. Ten percent circumstances. Uh, that's debatable, especially if you're a comedian. So forty percent. That's what we have control over, 40% of our lives. So that's pretty cool. Like I've been hating myself 40% less. So life is pretty good. So I, like I'm not, I, you know, I'm, I'm not responsible for 60%. My, my loan officer and I need to have a talk. We do, we need some renegotiation, so. I've been looking at glasses of water, glasses of, uh, you know, with beer uh, differently. And I'm like, is it like, is it more like, it's 40%, you know, within my control to fill that glass of water up all the way? Or is it more like 60% not in my control to fill that glass up with, uh, with alcohol? What type of person am I? That's what I'm trying to, 
That's trying to, what I'm trying to figure out. Uh, I like that bit about renegotiating with my loan officer, renegotiating how much I have to pay on my student loans, right? It should only be 40%. See, that, there's something there. Don't you agree, Michelle? You can help me with the, the setup later. That's, that's a good premise. That's, you agree the solid premise on that one? Exactly. Gonna be able to pay off that credit card debt and uh, fucking 40% of the time. That's it. That's the one. That's it. 40% of the time. Okay. Thanks, Casey. Um, I'm feeling older. I am. I'm, you know, I'm 40. I was really feeling 40 yesterday when this guy, Cat, called me. He said, hey, woman. I'm like, what? Hey, woman, why don't you back up that beautiful, confident smile and those beautiful eyes? I'm like, God damn it. Hello. I still have junk in the trunk. Tell me to back up this, mm, this luscious booty. That's right. Um, Segway into talking about being transgender. There really isn't one. Just ask my dad. So we're just going to jump right in here. Um, just going to jump right in, dive right in. So I get a lot, I get a lot of questions about my, my transition. People are very curious. And I think one of, mo one of the most common questions is, when did I know? You know that I was different? And easy, five or six years old. And I knew I was different when I liked to eat raw broccoli and Brussels sprouts. And... Uh, Went to school thinking all my male classmates liked Brussels sprouts and raw broccoli. They did not. They did not have those thoughts. That was weird. It was very different. No, just kidding. No, I knew I was different when I was about six or seven. And my, I overheard a conversation between my mom and my dad. And my dad said to my mom, there is something different about that kid. And I knew it was different. I said, Susan, there is something wrong with that boy. I was like, fuck you, dad. There's nothing wrong with me. There's, that's a Catholic church. There's something wrong with the Catholic Church. So I, uh, a friend of mine uh, recently found out that I'm a transgender, a comedian friend of mine. And, and I overheard him talking to a friend, and he was looking at me. He was looking at his friend. Ah, she had me fooled. She had me fooled. She had me going for three months. Ah. What the fuck? I don't, I don't trick people. I don't fool people. That's the Catholic Church. That's the setup I meant to do, a much better setup. Thank you. The fucking Catholic Church. And Nature Valley granola bars, for that matter. You ever been at Walgreens? You see the sale? Like, two boxes of Nature Valley granola bars for, like, you know, six bucks. And, like, you get them home, you open up that box, and you're like, where the fuck is the six granola bar? Nature Valley? I'm old. There used to be six granola bars in the box. I just outed myself. I just outed, uh, just coming out all over the place, so. Close out on this. Um... I get asked what's the most difficult thing about being transgender and fucking easy. Finding affordable housing in San Francisco, Jesus Christ, and shoe shopping. Payless store closed last week, the only place that has my size, like a decent selection in my fucking size. And you know how every time uh, a bell rings, an angel gets its wings? Like every time uh, Payless closes, a trans woman cries, you'll hear the cries on the, on the wind. Every time a payless, two payless closes, a trans woman loses part of her soul. Yeah, you see a tall woman on a street corner crying. You know what that means? Either she's gone shoe shopping or some asshole told her to smile more. So be kind. Thank you. The more you know, give it up for Vishal. Give it up for Vishal. He's great. All right, that was Sabrina Miller. That was incomparable, incorrigible. Oh, Dottie, you. Uh, all right, for the listeners at home, we have a packed 
house in here, guys. It is lit at Watch and Learn. Yeah. Yeah, we're ready to keep this going. All right, up next we have a Bay Area, hit the youngest up-and-comer in the Bay Area, known for his jokes about old people, <laughs> Matthew Quirk. <laughs> Uh, and for now and for the rest of time, everyone who comes up here and says they're getting old and it's anything under 50, you can just fuck off. <laughs> fuck off, you wimps. You goddamn wimps. I just turned 52. So lick my silver gray ginger ball sack, okay? Anyway, speaking of that, uh, apparently New York City has just given uh, immigrants the right to have a driver's license. Um, uh, and uh, hopefully soon they'll be doing that for Lyft and Uber drivers too. Driver's licenses, everybody. Right on. Uh, El Chapo. El Chapo got arrested, got a life sentence. Life sentence. But don't worry, with good behavior in five years, he can start tunneling. Uh, apparently a ring of dentists got caught um, killing like a thousand jaguars like trophy hunters. What the fuck is it with dentists, guys? Didn't they kill Cecil too? What is it? I know they failed out of med school, but I figured it was an academic thing. I didn't figure they would have failed the psychological evaluation. Those cold-blooded killers. Anyway, speaking of trophy hunters, uh, recently uh, an elephant killed a trophy hunter. The guy was lining up the elephant's herd, and the elephant spotted him and went and stomped him to death but the guy had all the proper permits and everything, so he wasn't breaking any laws. And uh, neither was the elephant, guys. The elephant was not breaking any law of the jungle, kids. Law of the jungle. Uh, let me see. So uh, there's being a remake of the movie uh, Nine to Five, Dolly Parton, you know that movie? Yeah, the, the new title is Work Till 95. <laughs> They're old, guys. Um, let's see, uh, recently a, uh, a tourist from San Francisco just stabbed to death a police officer in Rome, a drug deal gone bad, and he stabbed to death a police officer. And, uh, let me, just a little piece of advice. There are two places you don't want to go to jail, guys, foreign and domestic, case you're wondering. So apparently, uh, according to uh, uh, Ocasio-Cortez, that we don't have 10 years to fix the climate, that we have 14 months to fix the climate. And as you guys know, I'm 52. I've already had the best years of my life. So fuck off, man. This is your 14 months, not mine. <laughs> Whatever. Let me see. Uh, Trump recently came out. Trump has the second largest deficit in all American history. Second largest. What's up, Trump? Losing your edge? Second largest? <laughs> not, the, not the bigliest, for God's sakes. Uh, according to Trump's latest uh, immigration policies, a Melania Trump will be eligible to be deported. His plan all along, guys. That was his plan the whole fucking time. He would rather burn down the planet than go through another divorce. That's where we're at here, ladies and gentlemen. Do you guys know who uh, Bella Thorne is? Yeah. Disney princess or whatever the fuck? 
she came out as she's not bisexual. She's correct, everyone. She's pansexual, and I, for one, am calling bullsexual on that one. Bullse- I think she's lying. I guess is what I'm saying. Nobody for bullsexual. Got it. <laughs> Comedy's easy. Uh, a pastor recently was caught blowing a bunch of his parishioners. He claimed he was sucking the demons out. And I have the same question we all have. Was he swallowing the demons? Did he just take it, in the, did he at least take it in the mouth? Question we've all been curious about. Uh, Trump hasn't learned his lesson. He's starting to tell lies. He's, start, he's telling lies about living people. He claimed he... He helped President Modi of India in the negotiations with the Kashmir area. Man, he is putting the me and mediate, huh? The me and mediate. Because he he wasn't involved, but he claims. Am I over your heads here? Uh, Speaking of uh, horrible shit going on with... uh, I can't even stalling while I read my terrible handwriting. Uh, Anyway, guys, so this whole Mueller report, anyone read the Mueller report? I read the Mueller report. Well, not the whole thing. I just read the redacted parts. And there's there's nothing in there. There's nothing in there. Uh, Anyway, so uh, with all this Mueller reporting going on, you know, we're once again facing our, our constitutional crisis, and even Kellyanne Conway chirped in, crawling out of her crypt to, uh, to speak on things. And she even questioned a reporter saying, hey, what's your ethnicity? And uh, we all know her ethnicity, right? It's trash, right? It's her methnicity, if you will. Yeah. You know, you hear a name like Shalandraquan or Jamandraque, right? That's a black name, right? But you hear a name like Kellyanne, that's a fucking meth name, right? And she is one crystal methamphetamine girl, too, huh? 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 All right, guys, enjoy the rest of it. Matthew Quirk, that was fantastic. Yes. A quick update for everybody since it is a packed and lit house today we are going to go to six minutes still better than the five that we were getting before but just a quick update want to set expectations yeah we're all happy we're all stoked all right up next very very funny man coming up to the stage uh you know him you love him dwap my everybody thank you thank you anybody anybody watch soccer in here uh, I don't, because uh, it reminds me too much of my own life. I run around all day long, and I never score. <laughs> oh. I did watch soccer one time, though, and I realized soccer was a game created by the goalie. Yes, you know. Hey, you guys run around. I'll stand right here. <laughs> no, you can't use your hands. Only I can. Remember the rules? Now, get out of my square. (laughs) I feel like throwing the ball. Zero to zero? Good. That makes me look great. (laughs) There needs to be more scoring, so if I was in charge, I would change two things. Uh, One, make the goal bigger. Two, you can only be a goalie if you're a dwarf. And three, okay, I know there was two, but three, 
We'll give the goalie a mini horse so he'd have something to play with when the ball's on the other side. <laughs> Go! Who gives a shit? Look what he's doing. He's riding him around. Look at that. That's cute. He's bringing our ratings up. As long as he doesn't grow up. Okay. Anyways, guys, I was watching a women's softball game. I like that big wind-up pitch. It was like society was trying to keep him down, but women said, fuck you. <laughs> what are you doing? Throw it soft, gentle, like a woman. She went, fuck that. <laughs> like, no. All right. Uh, I saw a show called NBA Wives. I thought there should be another show, WNBA Husbands. <laughs> yes. Follow them around as they look for part-time work to make ends meet. <laughs> did you find a job today, honey? No. But I did triple the wire, and now I'm on disability. <laughs> you want some Taco Bell? <laughs> I got enough for the one and a half of us. All right, I'll eat your shit. That's what I'm saying. Um, folks, remember that, uh, remember that uh, fashion trend where people wore glasses without the lens? I thought if they did that, they should have also wore a hearing aid that didn't work. <laughs> Batteries not included. Perfect. <laughs> I'll take it. Do you also have a wheelchair that don't roll? I would like to sit in it while I try on my wig that has a bald spot. <laughs> I have accessories that don't work, and that's the way I like it. <laughs> I like it that way, I like it that way. Hey, did you guys know that when you're on the phone, the more you switch from one ear to the other, the more tired you are of that conversation? My left ear's had enough, right ear, time for your drums to get a beating. All right, I know, Ma, you already told me. Everybody talks about how God can be a woman, but nobody ever talks about how the devil can be a woman. You got a good point, Ma. I know, Ma, you already told me. You always tell me. Angels have wings because heaven is above us, but since hell is below us, the devil should have fur and buck teeth like a gopher. <laughs> Ma, where do you get these ideas? <laughs> Bye, Ma. Did you switch ears on me, Ma? Did you? I heard it. I hear things. Anyways, guys, some people like blue eyes. Uh, others like green eyes. I like the white part. Anybody else? Um, some of you have already heard that joke. Some of you have not heard that joke, but don't like that joke. But it's okay. I, uh, I, like, I like to go hiking. I like trees. That's my favorite thing, you know, because even when they're dead, they're still standing. I was thinking, what if people were like that? I'll take a bunch of them and build a log cabin. Uh, why is everybody facing inwards? Uh, I'm lonely. I don't have a family. I used to, but now they're part of the wall. <laughs> That's my mom and dad right there. Does anybody want to come to my barbecue? I'm cooking with wood. <laughs> I cook, I know, man, dead people and all that. And uh, I think that, uh, you know, I, that's all I wanted to try. I know that's uh, pretty fast, but thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. Michelle Cole. Oh my God, what did I say? So funny. I haven't laughed that hard since the previous set. Hey, we're all supportive. What if, 
all I can think of is like if aliens come to Earth in like a million years, what if the one thing they find is like Dwap Mai's piece of paper with his jokes? <laughs> like these humans are pretty wild, man. All right, up next we have one of my favorites, very, very lovely guy, very funny. Please make it nice and loud for Cody Abe. Keep it going for Vishal, everybody. He's doing a great job. I love your hosting, Vishal. I love you. One day I'll do, oh, is that a ring that somebody left here? Yikes, okay. Yeah, it's a, I, it looks either that or small fingers, right? What, it was for your bits? No, okay, never mind. Um, uh, did you ever, did you guys ever uh, get a gift too early? You know, like a little too early in life. I got my gift to me from my dad was that he died. Oh, fuck. Hell yeah, fucking starting off with that shit. No, who else has daddy issues? Just me? Okay. Oh, hell yeah, daddy issues, shout out. Uh, people with daddy issues are kind of like X-Men, right? Our uh, powers come from past trauma and we can't really choose what they are. <laughs> you know, like, I could have been a slut, you know? I could have been that, I could have been a sociopath. No, what did I get? I get slightly annoyed when people leave the toilet seat up. It's because I grew up in a house full of women, you know? That's, that's, that's the kind of side effects that happen from that. Uh, this is basically what happens when I, I, I live in a uh, little backstory, by the way, I live in a house uh, with a lot of roommates, a lot of, a lot of male roommates. So when I walk into the uh, bathroom, it's always up, right? It's, I walk in, oh, <laughs> hey, can we keep the toilet seat down? Thank you. Okay, uh, <laughs> but no, I do live with a lot of uh, a lot of roommates. Uh, it's people rag on it a lot. I don't really. I, I think I think it, it's good. You know, you get to you get to form clicks. That's fun, right? At least it seems that way when I walk downstairs and I see my roommates having brunch, and then I sit down, and then they're they're just. I sit down right next to Hayden. That's one of my roommates, not just some random guy that's there, but. Um, He's just, I just sit down and I'm like, dude, Hayden, uh, so there's brunch today? Uh, I didn't see it in our group chat. Uh, is that bacon forever? And that's how it usually goes. They usually just stand up and go to their rooms. Uh, Greg's still there, though. He's just a random guy in their group chat that I don't know. So I guess I know where I stand. <laughs> oh, They go up into their rooms, though. And uh, it's usually actually they go up into only Hayden's room. I know this because of the cameras I installed in the in the hallways. I don't know what they're saying though, but I have a feeling that it has something to do with the fact that I installed the cameras, but we don't talk about that in our house. No, we can't go dark there. I don't know. Um, that's not a good place to go dark. Uh, uh, my roommates though, they're, they're, they're pretty loud sometimes. Uh, anybody have loud roommates? No? Ow. Loud roommates, yeah. Do they throw parties? Oh, fucking shags. <laughs> I love that word, by the way, shags. It's like, like there's a lot of euphemisms for, for the word, for like to have sex, to engage in coitus, you know, like, you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, what, what is it, making sheet music without the, sh without the paper or something like that? Uh, the horizontal tango, <laughs> you fucking take it all the way around, and then you got humping. 
Yeah. I've never heard somebody say, I want to hump that pussy. Because that, that's like, oof. <laughs> like, you don't want to hump, like... <laughs> oh, God, maybe dogs say that, though, right? If they could speak English, I think maybe that's what they could say. It's not where I wanted to go with that. Anyway, so uh, college parties, hell yeah. I'm, I'm not going to say that I'm old quirk, because I'm not. I'm 23. Fuck yeah, I just got out of college. <laughs> Uh, college parties are uh, fun, but what are college parties if not people just passive-aggressively trying to flex on each other, right? You got that guy uh, tallying his drinks on his arm. Oh, yeah, dude. Great. That's for you, right? Not for everybody else to see. Okay, yeah. Uh, you got that dude that, uh, that that's there that doesn't drink, but everyone knows that he doesn't drink because he told everybody that he doesn't drink. Um, yeah, we all know that dude. And then you got that dude that's always really drunk and for some reason has a rotisserie chicken. It's like, we get it, dude. Your drunchies are... <laughs> we get it, dude. Your drunchies are fucking crazy, but, like, there's a time and place. Okay, get a, go to Subway. Like, leave the house, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, I I I uh I I did my fair share of partying, you know. It was it was fun. I had to stop though because uh, I got really I had to, I stopped drinking and uh basically it's because I got really jealous of my girlfriend taking home other guys to fuck. Uh it's <laughs> it's not even that like like the guys that she w would fuck, like their penises were like similar size to mine. It's that she had this weird uh kink of, uh, you know, not letting me go because I was a computer science major. And the rest... Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no. <laughs> Fuck, okay. That one, okay, you just check on that one. Okay, so, uh, yeah, but uh, I, did, I did grow up... Um, uh, I did, when I, uh, growing up, I was, uh, I spent most of my time skating and playing video games, which... Uh, Oh, I did three things. Fuck, I fucked this joke. This is a, this is a brand new one today. I, I'll start over. Fucking laugh from that other joke first, okay? Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, so I, when I grew up, <laughs> I, uh, I grew up playing video games, uh, skating, and uh, wishing I did things that would get me laid. Because um, you never really look at a skater and be like, that guy fucks, you know? He's usually, he probably smokes a lot of weed and is really faithful to his girlfriend, and that's not really something that I... Uh, wanted to do as a kid. Okay, never mind. That one's not, it's not even fun. That wasn't even funny. Fuck it. Vishal, everybody. I'm Cody Abe. Cody Abe, Cody Abe, Cody Abe, Cody Abe. Amazing. Alrighty. Up next, we have a very lovely person. Is this your first time here? Oh, this is his first time here, so let's make it nice and loud. Give him a nice mutiny watch and learn. Welcome to Raul Perez. Hey guys, how's it going? It's good. I'm fucking nervous as shit, man. Like, no, like it was pretty bad. Like, I was freaking out. I couldn't laugh at any of the jokes. I mean, they're pretty bad. But no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was just nervous. Like, you could hear my voice shaking. But I was just nervous. Like, as you guys were talking about, I don't know. I think you're because fetishes, kinks. I was just like rubbing my leg, like. <laughs> It's okay. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I would say I just graduated, but I was like two months ago. But it was pretty cool. It's like it's cool, but it's not cool at the same time, though, because it's like 
It's like, what do I do now? I'm, I've become a comedian. It's like, I, I, didn't, I didn't plan a punchline for that one. <laughs> My voice is really deep, if you could tell. It's just, it's been that way since I was in like fifth grade. Like, I know everybody thought like, oh wow, like wow, your voice is really deep, man. How old are you? Oh, you know, eight. <laughs> it's like, it's like whoa. Yeah, I remember it was one time this lady I was in like a freshman in high school. She heard was like, wow, that's a really deep voice you got there. You must talk to a lot of girls, or you must get a lot of girls. And I was like, yeah, yes, I yes, I I get laid. I drowning over here, dog. Uh, I went to go watch the movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's pretty great. Uh, it said when I went to the, it was at the 70 millimeter, and I went to the 70 millimeter, right? And like the whole thing is about like 70 millimeters where like you, they get the actual film reel, and then they you get the best resolution and you get the best sound quality for that movie. But the problem was that day was all of a sudden the sound broke. I didn't mind. I just, I'm just, I'm just gonna enjoy this flick. It's Tarantino. It's fucking awesome. I'm not gonna. I have one qualm. It was a love letter to feet. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not joking. If you were to get like, if you just see like, it's like three to minutes to like three, three to five minutes like a feet. Like, just, like you will see feet almost like if you were to put it all together, it's like 20 minutes of feet. <laughs> And it wasn't, it was not even good feet. It was pretty gross. It's like, like, uh, what's her name? Margot Robbie, right? She looks, she's hot as hell. But the problem is her feet was so dirty. There were, like, there was black, like, she, there was a scene where she put her feet up watching the movie, watching her movie. And, like, her feet were so black, it was gross. I was like, oh, that's so gross. And it's like, it's like, did Tarantino get off, like, when you finished writing the movie? It's like, yeah, you're welcome for the boners. So, like... <laughs> It's like, no, like, I was about to throw up, like, I was like, fuck. The best part of the whole movie, like, I think that's, like, the sexiest thing I saw is when Brad Pitt took off his shirt. Like, I ain't gay. I ain't gay. But, like, I'll date Brad Pitt. Like, come on. Come on. I can't be the only guy here that's think that. There you go. I'm trying to think of another joke I got. Don't worry. I got it. Uh, school, high school. It did suck, though. Like, people were pretty mean. I was the butt of the joke, but it's like, but at the same time, I couldn't blame them because I was an asshole. <laughs> like, like, I would start fights with, like, well, I wouldn't start fights, but I'd start arguing, talking back to, like, anybody, like, like who doesn't deserve it. Like, if you said something stupid, like, I remember this girl, we were like, uh, we were doing econ, or was it, yeah, it was econ, let's just say it's econ, and we saw, like, and we saw, like, a, um, like, a news piece on the, on, like, on the equinox, right, but this girl thought it was Donald Trump's border, for some reason, she thought the equinox, like, she was like, so that whole border right there, is that the border of the wall that Trump is building right now, it's like, like, no, dumbass, like, that's obviously not the goddamn, that's the goddamn equinox. Did you pass geography at all? What the fuck? How do you, like, she graduated. I don't know how the people, like, all the people in there graduated. It was dumb. 
It's dumb. How much time I got? Thank you. God. Okay, I'm gonna close with this one. All right. <laughs> so, so one of the meanest things they'll do is not just to me, but like to other people. So like kids that are um, mentally challenged. So they will always just mess with them all the time. It was just, and they'll say the dumbest shit to them to make them feel worse, or I guess. So like, I remember one time, like my friend's sister asked this kid who was mentally challenged, "Are you retarded?" So the kid said, "I'm not retarded. I'm Catholic." <laughs> I said, That's not Catholic. <laughs> oh my God, Raul, was that your first time doing Santa, man? Holy shit! That was amazing. That was so good. Dude, keep it up, man. You like wrote jokes. Like that was better than half these motherfuckers. <laughs> that was awesome. I know I love all of you. You're all great. Uh, but rules better. All right, up next we got one of my favorites, good friend of mine, very funny man. Please make it nice and loud for Casey Koenig. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. You guys having a good uh, weekend so far? Awesome. My set, I think I'm just going to dedicate to making you as uncomfortable as possible. I think that's, <laughs> that's going to be my goal for today. A uh, little bit about, what's that? <laughs> Are you feeling good now? That was great, man. Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> Shit. I didn't mean to make you feel so bad, dude. I walked him. I put too much pressure. I didn't even have to heckle him. It was great. <laughs> Uh, a little bit about me. Uh, my name's Casey. I got married last year, which was good, you know, good stuff for me. I, I like that. Um, I actually uh, ended up marrying uh, the woman that I lost my virginity to. Yeah, been together 10 years. Whenever I tell people that, they're always just like, oh, you religious? I'm just like, no, I'm just grateful. <laughs> just really appreciate her doing cool stuff to my body. And uh, no one's ever been that nice to me before. It's really great. <laughs> I, uh, we've actually uh, been thinking about kids and not having them. And so birth control is still a thing in my life. I uh, recently tried to switch back to condoms. And uh, that was not fun. Last time we tried it, like, she basically just yelled at me. She was just like, ah, it feels like I'm fucking a balloon animal. That's a quote. <laughs> Uh, my, uh, telling my family that I was uh, going to get married was a weird experience. My mom is Asian and, uh, an Asian immigrant, I should add. So she has like a little bit of, you know, cultural difference and, uh, you know, just sees it a little different. Uh, when I told her like, mom, I'm going to get married. She, she actually was thrown off by it. She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Congratulations. And then went back to doing the dishes. And then she looked at me and went, can I ask you a couple questions, Casey? I'm like, yeah, sure, what's up? She goes, um, why? <laughs> and I was like, well, I guess I'll just go for the obvious answer, uh, love? And she had this look on her face just like, what does that have to do with it? <laughs> uh, but I just have to remember that she grew up in a different place, different time, and that uh, I don't need a green card. So uh, <laughs> that's just how it goes. Uh, I am uh, half Asian. Sometimes I get passed for Asian. Sometimes I don't. Uh, the place, the number one place I don't get passed as Asian is at Chinese restaurants. <laughs> I was at a Chinese restaurant recently, sitting down at a table, like looking over the menu, and uh, 
<laughs> about 10 minutes in, the waiter comes over and just hands me a fork. <laughs> just like, you're not one of us. No, uh, I, I think that they can tell, like, he's just like, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. He's not really, he's not, no. Mm -mm. Uh, let's see, what else can I tell you guys about? Um, I got to see my mom recently, which was nice. Uh, the downside was I also had to see my sister. Uh, she's kind of the family gossip. Uh, not a fan of uh, all the shit talking she does behind people's backs. Um, uh, last time I talked to her, she had some juicy gossip about our grandma. She goes, Casey, grandma has a new boyfriend in the nursing home. And they're probably having sex. Isn't that crazy? And I was like, what's even crazier is you thinking that I'd want to know that. <laughs> She's in her 80s. She goes, whatever, it's not hurting anybody. You're hurting my brain. <laughs> like, like she, yeah, like I, I don't want to picture that at all. Like grandma's not even people anymore. She's just shapes. Leave her alone. <laughs> God. Uh, she picks on me a lot because uh, she knows I'm not a fighter. Uh, I learned that early in life myself. Uh, my mom signed me up for karate classes when I was a kid. Uh, not because I was an athlete. She just looked at me and was like, that kid's going to need some self-defense. <laughs> you got a big mouth? You go to public school? No. Mm -mm. So I took karate. <laughs> and uh, what I learned uh, about karate is that, uh, from my experience at least, uh, it really does give you the confidence that you should not have. Uh, <laughs> Uh, especially a kid, like a little kid, like people pump you up. They're like, way to go, dude. You're strong. You can do it. And it gets to your head. You're like, yeah, I'm the next Bruce Lee. That's what I am. I got a damn yellow belt. I can take anyone. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I didn't understand that uh, there is a secret to karate. And the secret is uh, karate doesn't teach you how to fight. Karate teaches you how to do karate. And those are two r very different things. I was facing off with this uh, bigger fella on the schoolyard. Probably shouldn't have called him a bigger fella. And, <laughs> and uh, I remember the look on his face before it all went down. He was actually more like confused than angry. He's like, you, you want to do this, man? Like, I'm going to destroy you in like two seconds. And I had all my karate blocks. And he just like, yeah, and that's the last thing I remember. So. <laughs> That's my time, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. All right, keep it going for Casey. That was awesome. By the way, guys, uh, should, should remember, uh, please uh, make a donation to the station if you can. Support Mutiny Radio, support Open Mic Comedy, support the ever-lovely Pam Benjamin over there in the corner, the patron saint of this place. Uh, all right, Casey, that was awesome. By the way, I was uh, talking to your sister, and I think you should get that butt mole checked out. You should get that looked into. All right, up next we have, I don't know this person, I hope they're here, Mike Flynn. Mike Flynn, awesome. Yeah. That's my favorite intro that I've ever gotten. <laughs> all right, um, I'm terrible at intros, so I'm just going to start talking about my substance abuse problem. Um, so uh, f of x is the function that represents uh, Jeff's tolerance to crystal meth. Uh, calculate x, 
when f of x equals x squared to the power fuck, I'm fumbling over this. I, I should have clarified. I have a substance abuse math problem that I've been working on. <laughs> yeah, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, volunteering, I'm volunteering for this nonprofit called Math Not Meth, which is a, it's an initiative that tries to help at-risk youth avoid studying the humanities. <laughs> so we all know where that leads. I mean, I, I went to college, I studied the humanities, and the most, notable, the most notable achievement that I've had since is I opened for my old high school band at a sports bar. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah, if I were results oriented, I wouldn't have studied English. It's all good. It's all good though. I'm not knocking the humanities. I like literature, I like art, stuff like that. Uh, one thing I've noticed, a lot of conservative politicians, they love to gut arts programs and they also love to complain that Hollywood is a liberal bubble. It's like the connection, it's like they don't get it. It's like, yo, dude, you can't just go around cutting and slashing and hacking and expect everyone to like you. Like, you can ask any serial killer. <laughs> like, I know it's confusing. I know serial killers, they get a lot of Netflix hype. But it's, <laughs> it's not the same thing. <laughs> mm. Yeah, you know, people always say, you know, happy endings only exist in Hollywood. And to that I would say, and massage parlor. <laughs> I fucking tripped over that shit. It's not going to get a laugh, but I'm going to do it again. Hollywood, people say Hollywood. Okay, I forgot how it goes. <laughs> this set's going to be about the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. <laughs> People say happy endings only exist in Hollywood. And to that, I would say, and massage parlors. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Like, I don't, need to see the, I don't need to see the dog get saved. I can just ask my masseuse. <laughs> I used to be, uh, used to be a very insecure. I don't, I don't know why I'm holding this. I'm, I'm not looking at it. I used to be insecure about various things in my romantic life. I used to be insecure about my height. I used to be insecure about my weight. I used to be insecure about my masculinity. Now, three, I have three separate ex-girlfriends. One of them left me for someone who was 400 pounds. One of them left me for someone three feet tall. And one of them left me for a woman. So it wasn't until all that happened that I realized, you know, whatever you're insecure about, there's someone out there who thinks that's your best quality. <laughs> very, very reassuring. I actually have a girlfriend now. I'm in a very happy relationship. She's funny and she's like viciously funny <laughs> she's like she'll roast me i have this work shirt that's like blue 
and like not like dark blue like that sort of neon ford mustang blue and whenever i wear it she says hey, you look like you work at best buy and then every time she does it i bug her with this bit where i'm like i pretend to be a best buy worker it's like welcome to best buy home of the best buy <laughs> got the best buy burger best buy fries best buy shake best buy combo you want to buy a best buy combo i did that in front of her and she was like you know, you know, Best Buy doesn't sell burgers. You know, it's an electronics store, right? I was like, yeah, that's why it's the special. <laughs> yeah, she, uh, that reaction was like 10 times as good as the reaction I got from her. <laughs> Is that the light? Nice. How much time do I actually have? One more minute? Sweet. I thought I like went way past. I had 15 seconds. Thank you. All right. Yeah, she's really good at clapbacks. She's really good at comebacks. I'm terrible at comebacks. It's like this one time I had this ex-girlfriend and I used to buy her teddy bears. I must have bought her like three teddy bears. She referred to them as our children. And then when we broke up, the next guy she dated bought her one giant teddy bear. So one time she sent me a message on Facebook with a picture of that teddy bear herself and her new boyfriend. And she said, his is bigger. I was like, oh. I was like, oh. his is bigger. Well, joke's on him. I have three. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. Enjoy. The rest of your All right. Mike Flynn, everybody. That was awesome. That was awesome. I do know him now, and I like him. That was awesome. Uh, dude, I totally get that, too. Like, uh, I meet people, I tell people I do stand-up, whatever, and then I meet them, and they're all, like, way funnier than me. I'm just not, that's so relatable. I get that. All right, up next, we have the one, the only, he only has one name by that, I mean, Jeff. Hello. Uh, I'm new to stand-up comedy. Uh, the first time I ever did it, I did it in front of uh, my uh, ex-girlfriend now. And uh, <laughs> she broke up with me, like, immediately. Which is, you know, I, the worst heckle ever. But uh, <laughs> I uh, I end up, you know, when you, like, kind of, like, lurk your, your ex-girlfriends, whatever. She uh, was dating a fucking police officer afterwards. And it really got in my, my, uh, my mind, you know, like... You kind of judge yourself against like um, your girlfriend's new uh, boyfriends, whatever, whoever they're dating. And I got in my mind, so I kept with stand-up comedy, but I uh, said that I was a police officer on stage, and every joke I did, I killed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, um, Don't look at this face. I'm sorry. Sundays, like you, you never come through, and then she was like, "Uh, oh, you know, it's got something going on." And I realized that she's a she was she. I was dating a, a Christian. She was cheating on me with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. <laughs> and so since then, I started like after that, I was like, "Yeah." When we took off, I was like, "I gotta wear a condom because I know that fool, and he doesn't really claim his children." That's the number. <laughs> Um, 
Jesus. You are this. Yeah, I'm like literally like I really just want to start singing songs. Do you guys know like I don't have any more jokes, so I'm gonna just get off after this. But by the way, that like I am from Orlando, Florida, and uh I live in the Bay. I've been living here for like seven years and there is something this is not a joke at all. I'm literally just talking to you guys. Like there is an intersection of us of Orlando, Florida and and the Bay Area, specifically San Francisco, and it is third eye blind. He lit <laughs> He he did live here, and then he also there. So I don't know if you guys want to. If you got any songs, y'all want to like sort of karaoke with me right now? Just good. Thank you so much for your time. Be good. Thank you. Bye. Woo, Jeff! Everybody, that was awesome. Man, we're all having great sets. Can I say that we're all having amazing sets? This is so good. Yeah, yeah. By the way, Jeff. I wish you would step back from that ledge, my friend. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. All right, let's keep the show going. Uh, up next, we have Hannah SK. Whew. What's up, guys? I've been in San Francisco for like three hours. <laughs> Yeah, like we literally just got off the plane. I drank a lot on the plane, saw this mic was here, and then stumbled over here. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're here from Portland. I don't know if you guys are aware that... Yeah, all right, cool. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know that Portland's like the whitest city in America, and like it is fact. Like most, most like mics that I do out there is usually like one less person of color away from being like a questionable gathering of people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Traveling's fun. Like we have like some friends and stuff out here that like we're going to hang out with, but like, I'm, I'm like glad that like this is the city that like we chose to go to because like there's like a lot of other like states and cities right now that like you know, like our lesser states that that are around us that, you know, like, like so like, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to like the abortion laws and stuff. Like it's kind of old, I guess now, but like, like some of the, <laughs> it's been going on for a minute. I know. Uh, <laughs> I've heard of abortion. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> I just, I was wondering if like anyone else like found it kind of ironic that like a group of people that are cool with fucking their cousins are like suddenly an authority on reproductive rights now. Just, <laughs> all right. I got a slow clap, all right, I'll take it. <laughs> but I don't know if like I'm in the minority of like how I feel, because like, I have like a little bit of sympathy for these people because, you know, like if you're like 10 plus generations deep in incest, things like common sense or like basic human rights might just be kind of for you, you know? <laughs> and like, uh, you know, like I feel like we send like we spend a lot of time like sending organizations out to like third world countries and stuff, but like we have third world states in our own country that I think we need to like send out to like help them build schools and like get cleaner water because like clearly shit's not working over there. All right, uh, <laughs> I don't know. As uh, I mean, is weeds recreationally legal here too now? Right. All right. Cool. Um, yeah, I don't, have you guys ever like been so high that you eat shit like you know is questionable? <laughs> like you're just like so high and hungry you're like willing to roll the dice on it? Like I was like recently so high that like I was going through my cabinet and I found my kid's old Halloween candy. And like I'm like, it's July. I'm hoping it's this year's Halloween candy. <laughs> You know, and like not only is it like leftover Halloween candy, but it's like it's like reject Halloween candy because it got left there that long. 
and it's like half open and uh i just realized i was totally gonna make it like an entirely oregon based do you guys have ant problems here i don't know in oregon like that's our worst fucking bug problem there like <laughs> like ants come out of like every orifice of like the house whatever <laughs> uh uh yeah i have like a lot of kids there's really nothing more to that. I just like to announce it like the beginning of any kind of like social interaction is just I feel like it's kinda like a scapegoat for anything like stupid that I'm gonna do. Like it's cool. She has a lot of kids. It was just it was just murder. She was sleepy. I don't know. <laughs> and like I recently like started going back to school and like I like to make it a point to like let every like new professor know that I have a bunch of kids. It's kinda like a forewarning that like I'm not gonna be completing like all of the assignments. <laughs> And then I'm gonna be trying to guilt trip you into why it's okay that I haven't been doing them. And it's, it's, it's worked, it's worked so far. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I feel like I'm a kind of good, like I, I kind of feel like I'm a good parent. Like my, my daughter brought home one of these uh, Mother's Day cards from schools like where they have like a bunch of like prompts and stuff they fill out and like you answer like the end of it. And so like one of the questions was, uh, my mom's favorite drink is beer. My second grader really put in beer. <laughs> on her sheet and I was like this is gonna be really interesting to explain to the teacher and what was like troubling is I was like shit do I drink other things I don't fucking know <laughs> like luckily I realized like later on that my kids think that energy drinks are also beer so we're like always drinking energy drinks and I think it'd be kind of funny if like they never like came to realize this by the time they're adults it's like man my parents are fucked up like all the time because <laughs> just always drinking energy drinks um Am I, how am I doing on time? I have like any more time left? A minute left. Okay. Well, like, uh, I have like kind of a weird living situation. Uh, I have kids with two different people. Uh, I'm dating neither of them, but I live with both of them. <laughs> and like, I do like to drink and smoke and stuff, but like, I do it like after like the kids go to bed. And like, you know, when you have three kids, like, you have limited me time, you know? And like, when you live with two of your exes, getting fucked up is totally how you spend that me time. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Oh, my God, fantastic. Kids say the darndest things. All right, up next, we have Dr. Liz. Yeah! Right when my edible kicked in. Great timing, great timing. Oh, got some weed for my cotton, or got some water for my cotton mouth. <laughs> Just like to go ahead and, <laughs> and kind of set up a lifeline for myself, you guys. You're gonna have to listen close because at any point I say, woo, now my edible kicked in. That means I forgot what the fuck I was just saying. <laughs> Could you please put me back on track? Uh, yeah, you guys probably heard me laughing a lot right now. Um, all of your, your sets inspired me, and so I wasn't being rude, like sending other texts. I was actually just like, oh my god, I have an answer to that question. Like geeking out on it a bit. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm a doctor, right? I'm not a physician, I have to always say. I'm Dr. Liz, physical therapist, right? So no one at the end of the day calls me a doctor. I think that's why like so many dentists commit suicide. I think someone had raised that question earlier or why dentists are like so depressed, right? 
No, man, but if you want to link something to like suicide, I definitely think student loans are the way to go. You know, you could riff on that for a little while because that shit is out of control, you guys. Um, so, yeah, I had like notes for all you guys to so, like hit me up afterwards and we can like <laughs> have a conversation. And I do laugh a lot. That's kind of just naturally who I am. I remember people used to like use it as an insult quite often. I think it's because I was like um, doing college like in a post-grunge era when the cool way to be was just to sort of dislike everything, like turn anything into an insult or a judgment. Like, oh, well, you're easily entertained. <laughs> I was like, why is that a bad thing, <laughs> right? Especially in your company, right? <laughs> anything can be interesting. Like I can talk to a wall, right? And just like keep it, keep it going. So. Whew, it definitely takes lady nuts to be up here, right? <laughs> and uh, what is what is the snaps? Snaps, Agreed. snaps. Agreed. Thank you, thank you. It definitely takes lady nuts to be here. This is my second time doing stand up. I'm very happy to be here. I have many, I have many different topics, you guys, and I just can't fucking decide. I mean, do we talk about weed? Do we talk about Cadaver Lab? How dark do you want to go? <laughs> I went to grad school, you guys, so that I could do cadaver lab, okay? I just wanted to solve the mysteries of the human body, right? I was also like the oldest person at the table, so they gave me all the dirty work, right? Like I had to like chisel through a man's sternum. I had to take a bone saw through a cranium. And then there's kind of like this part, when we came to the end of Cadaver Lab, everyone, it was just the only part left intact was the penis, you guys. And I was like, oh, this is gonna get pretty dark, so. <laughs> the only part left was the penis, and I was just like, why are we ignoring the obvious, you guys? Don't we wanna know what's inside that thing? Do you, I mean, really, it was gonna be my only chance to solve this mystery. I don't plan on pulling any Lorena Bobbitts later in my life, right? So I wanted to know what's inside it. I decided to slice through longitudinally, like it's a banana split, right? And the inside, <laughs> oh my God. Don't do this bit in front of an all-male audience. Note to self. <laughs> Should we switch to dildos? All right, okay, okay. <laughs> all right, so finish, that's what she said, right? So you're slicing through this thing, and basically, I think the best way to describe it is like um, a Cadbury egg. Definitely, when you're, when you're opening the testicles, it's the exact same consistency. I'm like, how did Cadbury eggs come into existence? They know something we don't know. Lots of beautiful parts inside the human body, you guys. Um, yeah, so I just want to announce a, a project I'm working on, an art project. Um, and it came into being because here I am in San Francisco, we're all very ecologically minded, right? We like to recycle pretty much everything. Like, give it to me and I'll recycle it, right? Like, all my roommates have individually given me a lecture about, like, no, this is how you recycle. Okay. But here's a mystery and here's a problem we need to solve. What do we do with sex toys? Okay, you're ready to retire your good friend, whatever you've chosen to name him or her or, or them. I'm not gonna dictate the pronoun of your sex toy. 
<sighs> and it's a sad moment when it dies, right? You're all psyched up. It was that Saturday night. You were going to stay at home, watch Netflix, little lesbian porn, and maybe get to it, right? <laughs> but the battery dies. And you go to your recycling center. You think, I think this might be our last voyage. I just can't handle any more disappointment. You come to the recycling center, paper, no, cardboard, no, glass, not this time, <laughs> right? <laughs> there's no silicone section, and if there was, there's these electronic parts as well too, right? So you admit defeat, and you go to the trash one, right? That's the last one. So I remember taking, uh, let's call him Jerry. Jerry and I had been together since college, okay? <laughs> Never let me down. He was a stand-up guy. I stepped on the trash can. The lid came open like a coffin. And I just looked at Jerry. He was bright pink and just so cheery, right? And here I was just going to, like, throw him away like trash. You know, I'm the kind of girl that's friends with all my exes. So this was particularly heartbreaking to me. I said, you know what? I brought this up to a friend of mine, actually. And she said, yeah, um, we got to think of a way to repurpose that. And I was like, I think I love you. And we decided that we're going to turn all the old dildos into art. And that this year at Burning Man, ladies and gentlemen, I'd love you to visit us at Dildo Gardens. <laughs> right? You can bring in your sex toy, and we're going to turn it into art and give it new life. Ladies and gentlemen, set your dildo free. That's all I got time for. Thank you very much. Dr. Liz, everybody. That was awesome. That was so funny. Uh, we're down to your last three comics, y'all, and I just want you to uh, you know, give it up one time for yourselves for sticking around this late. This is so good. Uh, that's awesome. Thank you for sticking around. If you didn't stick around, you know, you wouldn't have learned so many fun testicle facts. So, <laughs> hope you were in the mood for that. Up next, we have a very funny person. I saw this person for the first time yesterday. They were so, so funny. You're in for a real treat. Give it up for Andy Iwantzio. Thanks. I'm your third transgender woman on this mic. We officially get a tax break for this building. <laughs> it's a dick strict, not emphasis on the dick strict. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, we're the third one. You know what's nice is there's enough trans women in comedy that there's now hack trans comedy. <laughs> you know, other than the obvious. <laughs> People like ask what bottom surgery is, and like I can tell you from like, it's kind of like the Missy Elliott song. You know, you put your thing down, flip it, and reverse it. I can't. <laughs> this right here is the can't afford a vagina monologue. <laughs> That's what's going on there. <laughs> but the interest, I'm just getting ready to celebrate 18 years together with my partner. Um, thanks. An interesting thing is that he's a transgender dude and I'm a transgender gal, but we didn't meet when we were out. We actually came out to each other over the course of our relationship. Like, I came out as a transgender gal, and then he came out as a transgender dude. Because our dedication to being straight is that strong. 
Also, I guess this is the straight hand gesture. <laughs> it's a lot more fisting than you would think. Uh, but like, it's it like. It, it, coming out as trans hasn't been like hard in my family because my like I'm vegan I, for health reasons. Don't worry, I feel better than all of you. <laughs> but like you're like it's weird going through a girl's puberty with the brain of a 35 year old. I guess what I'm saying is I'm basically Lisa Simpson. <laughs> and again, I shouldn't get along with my father, but my dad's a vegetarian folk singer, and I'm a vegan trans gal. I have basically one-upped him. <laughs> the only way he could be any happier is if I came out as an acoustic guitar. <laughs> Made of kale. <laughs> that also owns a lesbian coffee house. <laughs> That's also a Unitarian church. <laughs> But I said lesbian coffee house so you knew it was a Unitarian church. <laughs> uh, it's chill having boobs made from boobs because like any, any trans woman's life is filled with construction of boobs. Like very early on, it's, uh, you know, when you're really young, it, the earliest set of boobs for anybody is putting your knees under your shirt, right? And then you get like balloons like you get balloons filled with air and I kind of like it's chill having boobs made from boobs but I kind of miss that like always being ready for a surprise party <laughs> like now it's like a surprise party but it's like 18 plus <laughs> but like my best ones were plastic bags filled with bird seed with like a little knot at the top for the nipple like they were perfect and they like sat right through the shirt perfectly and like they made me feel confident that birds were going to attack my chest <laughs> like it's a different kind of cat call that's a bird call <laughs> but i like feel bad for trans women growing up today because like i don't know about down here but up in seattle there's a we don't have plastic bags anymore so like like, I feel bad for a tr young trans woman now trying to make boobs out of quinoa and tote bags. <laughs> it's a little more uh, esteemed boob. <laughs> but, oh, I fucking, okay. Like, the thing that's been happening recently is I've been getting along with my, like, you might not get along with your sibling. Like, your sibling might be somebody, I can top that. I, my brother is a Catholic priest. It's like we're on different baseball teams. And his team thinks that our team shouldn't be able to use the locker rooms. And our team thinks that his mascot isn't real. <laughs> Besides the fact that we went to Catholic school, like the only reason you send your kids to Catholic school is so they don't end up Catholic. <laughs> he didn't get the message. Besides the fact that my older brother, my oldest brother's queer, my oldest brother's gay. I'm trans. My dad's queer. Like he's basically. He didn't opt into the family business. <laughs> like, we've got a tradition to live up to, right? And he's not the black sheep of the family. He's the black cloth of the family. <laughs> like, I came out as a daughter. He came out as a father. <laughs> but uh, I think the most confusing thing now isn't, like, my family at all. It's that uh, I have epilepsy. You know, I like to get down to shake my ass. Um, 
But I haven't changed my ID. It still says male. And I imagine that has to be like really confusing for the paramedics to find me. Because they're like, see the ID where it says male, then look at my boobs, then look back at my ID, then look at my boobs. I, like sometimes it makes me want to like wake up and mess with them and just like wake up and be like, where did these come from? <laughs> That was a big seizure. <laughs> They're not made from birdseed. <laughs> Are these my knees? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh my God. What did I say? Andy, I want to you, everybody. Oh my God. Yes. We're down to your last two comics, and up next we have the mascot of Mutiny Radio. I do believe in her. She is real. Give it up for Pam Benjamin, everybody. Thanks, Vishak. Thanks, Capital, for running the mic on a Saturday here at Mutiny Radio. I'm so glad Dwight you're still here because I have a soccer joke too. Do you know what about I love about soccer? I mean, football, you know what I love about it? Finally, I get to watch hot 26-year-old men actually make their goals. <laughs> They're literally making goals. It's pretty amazing. I'm like, wow, look at these millennials go. <laughs> it's really <laughs> making goals, yay. Um, <laughs> war on drugs. War on drugs. Sure, I do everything else on drugs anyway. Let's war on drugs. Shall we war on drugs? Are we going to war with Iran? Are we going? Because I want to be on drugs, baby. <laughs> war, war on drugs. Preferably benzodiazepines. Uh, my favorite benzodiazepine, I love benzodiazepines. I love saying the word. Um, doctors call them the two Pam family, which is awesome because my name is Pam. And so I'm like, yes, I am made for them. Like it is, uh, we are one, lorazepam, diazepam. My favorite one is called midazolam and it's a short-lived, fast-acting benzodiazepine. And they give it to you when you're getting an abortion. So I was having my third abortion. Oh, don't freak out, I've only had two. The third is just for comic effect. Uh, but so in my, second, in my second abortion, my legs are up in the stirrups. I really only have one regret, right? I put on the outfit and I'm up there, I put my legs up in the stirrups and they give me this midazolam and wow, I suddenly feel great. And the doctor says, hey, it's about five minute procedure. Some people talk, some people don't talk. I said, has anyone ever told jokes? <laughs> and they were like, no, that's never been done. So I did a hot five. I did a killer show. It was it was actually a bringer show and I left it there. It was it was great. It was it was awesome. I really did. I don't even but this drug called Medazolam, and I love the name because I thought they said Medazolpam, and I had to go back and ask them like, what's the name of this drug? But the only regret I have from that um situation is that I couldn't tape the set. They didn't let me have my iPhone. It was in a locker in the other room. So I'm like, did it happen? Did it matter? Was it real? Like, were those laughs important? Do they have anything to do with me? I don't know, whatever. More midazolam, baby. I love that shit. Wow! I, I recommend it, uh, get an abortion. Ooh, this might even fit me. Oh no, this is a piece of, it's not a ring. Sorry, there, people have been looking at like, what is that, is that money? <laughs> That's here. You're not going to find money here. That's not going to be. This is not the place to find it. 
Knock, knock. Jesus. I know, did that guy exist or what? I'm so glad we're on the same page. Jesus who? Was he real? Do we care? I don't know. <laughs> knock, knock. Feminism. I can get my own fucking door, thank you. It's like the precept of feminism. That's like the precept of feminism. I don't know a lot of women in the 70s like read books and burned bras so I can talk about my butthole on stage. <laughs> Thanks, ladies. Uh, my butthole looks like someone threw a hand grenade into a deli. <laughs> it's meaty, it's good stuff. It's, <laughs> I, say, I say equality now. I don't know who's on board for equality now. I'm like, equality now! And I feel like there's an easy way to fix it. And it's, we can start with PG-13 movies. We can start with media. So in a PG-13 movie, if you cover the nip, if you cover the sexual organ part, you can see 180% side boob, no problem. You can see a butt, but not a butthole. You can see, I say, side scrote for equality. <laughs> can we get on board? Like... I feel like it's gonna be a great future for older you know, actors to kind of make a comeback. Uh, if Imagine with me, it's a Martin Scorsese film. Nick Cage is in an infinity pool and there's a sunset behind him and he's coming out of the steps. And his, his balls are in the water and his, his dick is above the stairs. And what we get to see is this beautiful stained glassy, veiny side scrote for equality, just the sun peering right through. It's just so beautiful. It's just so equality. It's just equality now. Together we can fix it. I just feel like it's so inequitable. <laughs> Don't want to see some side scrote. <laughs> I do. I want to see side scrote for equality. I've been very disappointed in our first lady. I don't know if anybody else. Actually, I, what is her name? Melan Melania. Melania? Melania? Does anybody know? Melania? Melania. I, I wouldn't know, she never speaks. <laughs> like, say your name, sweetheart. Who are you, right? She speaks like four languages, I've heard. Talk, <laughs> like in any language. Say something in French, I speak a little French. Je parle français un peu. Like, come on, girl, tell me something. Come out with some platform, something. Like, I miss Michelle so much. Do you miss Michelle? I, God, I miss her so much. She's just so wonderful and what a mother and she's so talented and well-spoken and I loved her and she hated fat kids or whatever and changed like school lunches and made them run and like no salt and all this stuff. And I was like, okay. But now Melania is taking over and I'm like, what is gonna be her thing? Is she just gonna plagiarize Michelle and hate fat kids too? Is that what she's gonna do? Is she gonna be the champion of bulimia? <laughs> Like it makes kids four times the consumer. It is so good for the American economy, right? They're four times the consumer and then she'll be known as an environmentalist because she'll teach them to vomit into the composting, right? Well, that acidic vomit is gonna make some really high pH. It's a regurgitate, renew, recycle. And that compost is gonna be amazing on this year's Napa wine vines. I'm telling you, 2019 vintage, that acidic pH is so good for the Melania, you know, she's, she's so pretty when she frowns. She's either from uh, Slovenia or Slovakia. I, I don't know which, but they both border Hungary. And my God, she's starving. Someone feed that girl a sandwich. Thank you, I'm Pam. Yay! Michelle Cole, capital, yay. Woo, strong set from Pam Benjamin, everybody. That was awesome, give it up for her one more time. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. We are down to your final comic, everybody. Uh, again, thank you so much for sticking around. Uh, yeah, let's keep this moving. Uh, make it nice and loud for Rong Zhao. All right, give it up to Michelle. Could 
I've been traveling a lot lately. I was uh, traveling for like last uh, three weeks and um, was in Denver like roughly two weeks ago. And uh, that was my first time there. I mean, the most surprising to me is like, is that it's so easy to find what is the best Chinese restaurant there. Because there's only one Chinese restaurant there. <laughs> like literally, I, I kind of swear to God, I Googled Chinese restaurant, right? And what popped up is Chipotle. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I mean, but they do have something in common. You think about it, they do like all start with three letters, chai. I was like, well, Google, you try your best. Uh, <laughs> I was there for a friend's wedding. It was gorgeous. The wedding was like grand, and um, they served like kind of great food. And the, they also they even served Chinese food from Chipotle. <laughs> Um, another interesting story. I was flying to to New York last week, and uh, it was just horrible. So I took the uh, Alaska airline, and uh, we were like approaching New York. I looked at map; it was like we were already there. And an hour later, we landed, and the pilot was saying, "Hey, we landed in Boston. Welcome to Boston." And I was like, why are we in Boston? They said, hey, because we have some fuel issue. We don't have enough fuel, so we have to fly to Boston. And I was like, that's such a lame excuse because we're already like so close to, to New York. It's like, it's like, you're, it's like you catch your, uh, your grandfather watching porn, and his excuse is like, oh, I'm testing the internet. And I'm like, grandfather, the porn you're watching is from my local hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I don't think it's a good idea to watch it at a public restaurant. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's just a joke. It never happened. <laughs> um, so I was... Uh, yeah, okay, so here, who, who here loves cats? Wow, all of them, that's awesome. I mean, I love cats, right? But cats without hairs are just like really weird to me. <laughs> like they kind of scare me to some extent, right? I mean, every time when I see them, I just feel like they're, they're, they're talking to me like, give me your clothes, give me your clothes. I was late in the morning. I was in a hurry. That's why I did not dress up. I don't know, just some thought I have. <laughs> I was thinking like maybe kind of a like long time ago, um, they were living in Arizona. It's just like the weather got worse and just so hot and one day they were like, fuck it. So they took off their fur. That's why they don't have fur anymore. Um, last time, I was uh, I was my first time seeing that, that kind of cat in my friend's place, and uh, I swear to God, the first thought in my head was, uh, "Well, that's really convenient to cook the cat." <laughs> I was, no, I I I don't eat cats. You know, I I I eat things I I like, like like dogs. <laughs> Or or baby carrots. 
or babies <laughs> or carrot shaped babies. Um, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't, I, I just eat normal food. Um, so, so I want to talk about this. This is very interesting. I was, uh, I was traveling earlier. I said earlier, I met this, um, this guy and in San Diego and told him that I, it's a while ago, like kind of several years ago, actually. I, I told him I, I do, um, stand-up comedy in San Francisco. And he's like, well, great. Like keep doing it. And he told me this story about this, um, um, this old lady, she had a stage three cancer and she went to a comedy show for three, for three days and she laughed so hard. Basically it gave her the hope to live and she actually recovered from that. It's pretty inspiring. I mean, I was like, well, I mean, comedy can literally save people's lives, right? If you think about it, like comedy, being a comedian is basically like being a doctor <laughs> without income. <laughs> but like since then, every time when I saw someone bleeding on the street, <laughs> I just went up to him and told him a joke <laughs> before I walked away. And like this guy's like, oh, I'm bleeding. Please call 911. And I was like, listen, <laughs> cats without hairs are just weird to me. You're not laughing. Um, next time, I think I'm going to go to the Golden Gate Bridge to do some crowd work there to those who want to jump on a bridge. Like at some TPC pool there, I'm like, hey, how are y'all doing tonight? <laughs> Are you here by yourself with with a partner? <laughs> How's your energy level? <laughs> and I just see like them all jumping off the bridge like immediately, right? Probably like one person that probably he came he comes to me and he's like, "Well, I mean, I was thinking about jumping off the bridge, but after hearing your comedy, <laughs> I think you should go first. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all. Oh my God. Rog Zhao with the callback. No, he didn't, but he did. Guys, I lied to you earlier. Uh, we're actually going to get a guest set, if you don't mind, from a, a very cool guy. He helps put on this uh, mic every Saturday from 4 to 6. Uh, so we'll, let's uh, make it nice and loud for your real last comic, Capital Pilcrow. I love how you called it a guest set because it was unannounced, but it was unannounced because I'm not prepared for it at all. Now there's a higher bar. I love it. Um, some of y'all know me. My name is Capital. I get the question a lot, is that your real name? No, it's not. But it is definitely my realest name. It's definitely realer than anything my mom came up with. I don't know why you got questions. Would you have questions if your boss paid you more than you asked for? <laughs> this is a blessing. You should have questions if a dude comes up and he's like, my name is Jeff. <laughs> and you, you satisfied with that? You just gonna <laughs> roll with that your whole life? Uh, <laughs> all right, Jeff, that's your call. I appreciate you. Um, my name's Capital. I've been told I'm a bit of a rebel. I'm not, I just don't wash my hands. And that's not even because I'm rebellious. I just, I don't need to. I wash my dick. 
I guarantee you my dick is cleaner than any bathroom in San Francisco. <laughs> you, I, if I, yeah, no, that's done. That's the joke. <laughs> Plus, I don't, you don't need me. I don't got no diseases or nothing. I'm Actually, that's not true, but I'm not contagious, so don't worry. <laughs> um, since I was a kid, I've been like, I run out of breath easily and I get weak and I'm tired a lot. Like, I, since I was a kid, I have looked and functioned like a heroin addict, basically. <laughs> Um, I just found out I have anemia. My doctor just told me the other day. I said, that's great news. I just thought it was a pussy. <laughs> anemia is a much better alternative. <laughs> Very happy with that. Now, I already forgot my next joke. Um, I do know who you are, so shut, stop talking. <laughs> stop, stop. <laughs>
just a touch of mojo hands. I bring it back on.